we are still busy with our series and we're on the, the fourth commandment, um, which is keep the Sabbath holy. And I'd like to read to you from Exodus 20, from verse 8 to 11. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a, is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son nor your daughter, nor your male or your female servant, nor your animals, nor your foreign, uh, foreign res, foreigners residing in your town. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made, and made it holy. And then I'd also like to read to you from Mark, from Mark uh, chapter 2 from verse 23 to 28. One Sabbath Jesus was going through the cornfield and as his disciple walked along, they began to pick some ears of corn. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? He answered, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need? In the days of Abiathar, the high priest, he entered the house of God and ate the consecrated bread, which is lawful only for the priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. And so we thank God for his word this morning. Eugene Peterson describes the Sabbath the following way. He says the Sabbath, the Sabbath as that uncluttered time and space in which we can distance ourselves from our own activities enough to see what God is doing. And then I wonder what a world without Sabbath would be. And there's somebody wrote, a world without a Sabbath would be like a man without a smile, like a summer without flowers, and like an estate without a garden. It is the joyous day of the whole, whole week. Today is an amazing day, because today, for some of us, is our Sabbath. Today is this day that we remember, that we rest and that we keep God and this day holy. Remember, rest, and holy. When my brother and myself were growing up, we, we lived in Valcom. And we lived in Stateway. And just a bit further up was the Methodist Church. Uh, just I think it was opposite the Pick and Pay or Checkers or one of those big... Um, big shopping centers. Anyway, mom and dad uh, would always, um, once we had give, got our bicycles, they would give us permission to go to Sunday school. 
But before we left, my dad always took out his wallet and he gave us some, uh, some change uh, to put in uh, for, for the collection. And it was something that we did on a weekly basis and they never worked on a Sunday. It was one of, like, like Mark said, everything was closed. <laughs> so you couldn't go to the shop except the Portuguese cafe <laughs> on the corner. <laughs> that was the only place that was open and so my brother and myself... We would, drive, we would ride all the way to church. And then we'd go through the park. And we'd never go to church. <laughs> but then we'd go riding through the park. And then we'd end up at that Portuguese corner. It was King's Road, us, I'll never forget. And they had a Pac-Man machine. And they had, uh, they had sweets. And uh, we had our coins in our pocket. And that's what we did for an hour and a half until we had to go back, uh, just across, and we literally lived just across the road from that, uh, from King's Road House, until my dad came looking for us one day. And so we never allowed to take our bikes again, and that he, but it was good because it made him go to church. <laughs> And so you would always go to church and we'd, you know, it was a good, in, indirectly, that's, that was good. But Sabbath, uh, Sunday was always a time where we went to church and I knew mom and dad didn't work. So it was a time where we got in our car, either we made a lot of food for the family there and everybody used to come to our house and we'd have a family meal together and then everybody would fall asleep somewhere in the house. Everybody. And I know you know what I'm talking about. It's like, that's what we used to do because there was no, there, nothing was open. You couldn't even get petrol. Okay, so there was nothing open except that King's Cafe uh, on the corner. But it was amazing because it was that family time that we were able to spend together have fellowship, talk about what had happened during the week. And then we'd rest, physical rest, spiritual rest. But we'd always remember God in that time. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm sure as families, and today it's changed. Life is so busy. Some of us are going to go to work after we've been here. Well, there's only a small community, a small part, because the rest are all retired. But it's just, maybe I'm talking to the, the wrong people, but here, maybe not here, but your children, you know what I'm talking about. It's like, we have family members that didn't even go to church today because they needed to be somewhere. And so, I always wonder, and Mark also mentioned it, it's like, when do those people take a day off? Or do they work 24, or not 24-7, but they work the whole day? When do they rest? When are they able to rest and actually have a day for themselves? Not often. And why is that? Because our life has changed. We've become too busy. Eh? We haven't slowed down and actually said, okay, well, Today is a day of rest. Today is a day of remembrance. 
Maybe you remember Eden. And this is what the Jewish people would remember. They would remember creation in the day of Eden. They would remember when God had created the world. They would remember Moses leading them away from Egypt. And them celebrating that on the Sabbath, taking time out to worship God. And maybe for us today is that we remember what had happened during this week. What good had happened during this week. I don't often do this. But I'm going to ask, is there somebody that wants to come and share what happened to them this week? Some good news that has happened. There must be somebody here that God has touched your life somewhere that you can tell us what happened to you. Must be one person. Okay? Must be one person that God so nothing good has happened to you. Okay? And so this is this is the reality that we are in. Is that we don't take time to actually spend with our family, and we are all family, and say, you know what good has happened to me this week? Especially this Sabbath day. On this day we remember what God has done for us. Well, I'll tell you what happened to me. Because nobody else is like... <laughs> so, you saw my baby, my boy this morning, hey? I'm so blessed. He's seven months, 15 days... In a couple of hours. No, it's actually 18 days. But I'm so blessed to have him in my life. And to have my wife, my wife in our life. Because she looks after us. But I'm so blessed because God had placed me here to meet my wife. So that we could have a child. But also, how that I was able to come here to Emsini. By God's grace. Today, Uncle Bill's leaving. And now today I'm calling him Uncle Bill. But, I know that God wanted me to be here. By God's providence. And it's not about me. But that Bill heard, that he phoned, I responded, and here we are. Today is a good day. A blessed day. A time to remember what God has done for you. Thank goodness we have fellowship after church. Because I pray there over a cup of tea and a biscuit, that you will tell somebody what has happened in your life today. That you will make and tell somebody that it's okay today. So can I read you um, the reason why we need to rest?
because you know when we get tired, especially this is for the men, we become grumpy. <laughs> we do. When we are tired, especially the men, they become less alert. Okay? We become tired, we become dangerous. Because then anything is said. Okay? When we're tired, we are not focused on what we are supposed to do. God created us in His image and in His likeness. And God Himself says, on the seventh day, I needed to rest. I made that day so that I can rest. We cannot go 24-7 a day. We cannot. There's a time that we need to take out in our busy schedule and rest. Methodist ministers only work one day. That's today. Hey, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> but we take a Monday as our day, our day off. And we spend that day on the golf course. Okay? Because it's no work. If any of you have played golf, there's no work playing golf. Um, but that's our day. And I often think of, uh, of Uncle Bill because that day, he always reminds me, is a day where he doesn't answer his phone. He doesn't look at emails. He meets with other people that play golf. He walks, he gets exercise. He sees because there are springbuck, there is grass, there is greenery, there is God's creation. And he has conversation with God while he's doing that. Do we do that? Do we rest on the day that we are supposed to rest? Take time out. Rest. Be with God. Have a conversation with God. And then to make it holy. God makes it holy because he has set aside that specific day. That day where we are supposed to be in touch with God. He doesn't ask much. Just that one day where we take time out to be with Him, to speak to Him about our problems, about our children, about our mom and dad, about the future of this country or the world. Have you taken time out today? on this Sabbath day to speak to God. And it's not just here. It's the whole day. Every day. Jesus himself did many things that upset many people. He was never against the Sabbath day. Because he always he always did go to the temple on the Sabbath. But when he saw somebody in need, what did he do? He took time out to look after that person. He took time out to be with that person. 
to share love, to forgive, to heal. I pray that we do that too. That you take time out to rest, to remember, and to keep this day holy. Let us pray. Lord, you are mighty God. You know each and every one of us, Lord. You know when we have failed. You know when we have not been in tune with you, Lord. This day that you have created for us, Lord, not us for it, but this day that you have created, and we, Lord Jesus, that you are the overseer of this day. We come before you today asking you to just lead us again. Lead us as we go home from this place that we are able to, to join up with our families again. To have a connection with friends and family. But also to rest. But also to remember what you have done for us. And so we worship you, Lord. You've set it aside for us, as you set us aside for you. We glorify you today. We pray for our world, which is in turmoil, Lord. We pray today, Lord, that on this day, maybe Sunday or Saturday, whatever day, that people will take a time out, that they will worship you and adore you and keep your name, lift your name on high. I pray today, Lord, that you will be with our country, that you will give us God-fearing leaders that are able to see, that are able to bring back good that are able to care for your people today we especially pray for those families that have lost their lives in that fire Lord we pray for the families that need to go and just recognize their family or we ask Lord that you'll bring comfort and peace onto them We know, Lord, that you are in control of every situation. We also come before you and we ask that you be with our church. Not just the Methodist church, Lord, but every church that worship you. We pray for our families. Please keep them safe. Please keep them healthy. Please, Lord, let them too Step out of their comfort zone and come and worship and adore you, Lord. And then we pray for ourselves. May we be more like you.
to stand up for what is right, to love, to forgive, to rest when we're supposed to rest, and to proclaim your name. And so lead us now, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen.